This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Why don't we start with baseball? Isn't that exciting? Isn't baseball exciting? It depends on what you talk about. Aaron Judge is that excited? Is, is that rundown leadoff material? I think you can make it so. Yeah, because he he just blasted his fifty sixth yeah. and fifty seventh home runs of the major league season. See, this is what happens. We don't have football, right? I mean, we have football Thursday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, hey, you, you Monday. Had, you had WNBA here to choose from as well. Now, oh no, I've 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 You're done my time. You're taking Yankees. We know you got the future bet. This, we know why you picked this. I've done my time on it. WNBA and James Wade's gone. Therefore, my rooting interest is very minimal in uh, in, in this uh, in WNBA finals. Uh, they did get the uh, they got the dub in ten. Uh, over the Boston Red Sox, and now Aaron Judge sits four home runs shy of tying, of course, uh, the AL record uh, for Roger Maris, single-season record. Um, what does he got to go? Uh, f- uh, four in 20. To tie. Five in 20 to break. Five in 20 to break. He will, uh, again, provided that uh, provided that people still pitch to him. Uh, as long as people still pitch to him, he will break that. I mean, you know, I th- I feel like it's one of those things where you get into a mode, you get into a, you're you just you're gremlin, right? You just get into that zone, and you're just knocking them out of the park. I feel like that's happening. I mean, I, it, we're at the end of the season. Yankees are locked in. Uh, they got through their dog days, you know, last month. I feel like we're going to see a strong close of the season for them. And Aaron Judge's bat is going to be an absolutely massive part of it. That was some strong baseball talk. Yeah, man. That's what we're going to do. Next story. Oh, well, we weren't necessarily I, – I, you were. You had nothing else to add? Then, yes, we will move the hell on. No problem. Next story. Did you see the number for Monday Night Football? How about this? ESPN reporting that 19.8 million viewers turned in, tuned in for the season debut across ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, all of its platforms, including ESPN+. Plus. Uh, that mark distinguished itself as the third best Monday night game in the current Monday night football era. So that's going back to a uh, back to 2006, which counts for over 270 games. We were we know it was the debut for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I don't know, in terms of what you thought of their performance, it was typical Buck and Aikman. But in terms of everything else, it was the Manning cast officially billed as uh, Monday night football with Peyton and Eli 
You know, that's that's the official name. Drew 1.5 million viewers on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Plus. That's an increase of 86% from last season's season debut in 2021. And, and I, I, it seemed like a lot of people were watching because all I heard afterwards, I wasn't tuned in, was happening. I was on the regular uh, telecast. But at the time when uh, now Nathaniel Hackett was allowing that clock to run down 40 seconds on that fourth and five, and they elect to go with a field goal at that time. You saw on the Manning cast, most people are talking about the reaction from Shannon Sharp and Peyton Manning than anything else. Uh, another indication of how widely viewed it was, plus the reaction afterward goes viral and everything else. ESPN's got it pretty figured out uh, on Monday nights. There's no question about it. And, um, yeah, an 86% increase was that one of, were, were, from last year for the Manning cast. Did that include you, the 86% increase? No. Me either. That's the, that's the interesting thing about it. I did not watch a single second of it. I mean, I guess, you know, you could have it on one TV. But my issue, as we've talked about, with the um, with the Monday Night Broadcast was the the team. It was Steve Levy, Levy, whatever, however the hell you say his name. Levy. Um, and uh, I can't remember who the other guy was. Lewis and then Greasy, right? Yeah. I, I, I didn't, you didn't li- like that team. I thought that team was terrible. I thought that team was terrible. And so that drove you to the Manning Absolutely. cast, is your point? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not, yes, I'm, I was in the same boat. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are the goats, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I felt like it was. I, I didn't. I didn't really find myself thinking about, oh, what is Peyton Manning saying? What is? And I and I gather that they were going in on him. I gather that they, but they could not. I mean, they couldn't understand at first. Peyton right. was like, "Oh, we're about to call timeout so we can discuss this," and the clock keeps ticking. And the, yes, then they they're just they're flabbergasted. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, like I there there we there is a generation of people right that I actually appreciate that though in a way I wasn't tuned into your point but I appreciate that though in a way so oh, I know, as, so as, I know as, I'm not crazy you know what I'm saying I was when watching I, that when one. I can get when I can get those guys saying what's going on here then I know that I'm uh-huh. you know what I'm saying so uh-huh. I appreciate that extra insight but I'm with you that I wasn't tuned in for it yeah like we live in a generation now I, where people watch people play video games right like these kid like these streamers are you know freaking loaded they're filthy rich right because the kids and all that and so people want to see uh you know they want to see Peyton's live reaction they want to see Eli's live reaction and when you know all that that I don't really care right I will it's funny it's great yeah I mean I they're understand. good they're funny if you're like I, like yeah they're 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 but I'm just I want to watch the when game when he saw about hitting Jeff Saturday on the butt a couple yes. times to get yeah, it like, like that was funny last yeah like but see I I just want to watch the the, the game I don't. I don't really care to watch Peyton Manning react to it. Well, okay. Now you're on. My biggest issue with it last year, we touched on this, was what felt like prolonged forced interviews. Right. I get that you're bringing on LeBron and everything else, but in some of these instances where you're asking the the, the guy to come back, you've got four interviews. Uh, try, you're trying to wedge him in. You've got a football rhythm going already, and sometimes that rhythm mixed with the interview got off, and it would lead to some cringe moments yeah. where Peyton's like, ho, 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 even though they're getting down inside the twenty, Hey, we want you to come back and do all this. Can you come back? Is that okay? You know, there, there was just too much of that in there. I'm, I'm hoping they clean some of that up this year and that what I'm getting mostly out of it is the fun moments but also the insight like we talked about where, hey, they're running 40 seconds off the clock. Am I crazy or what's going on? Peyton's saying the same damn thing. Like that can add some value. You make a great point. There, you don't feel as much of a need to tune over to something else because right. now you've got the goats. The I mean, best. frankly, with Buck and with Aikman, at least the best. Yeah, probably shouldn't call them goats. But there's that too. And, and not to mention, I think they're great. Some of us have seen the Manning cast and all that. So 
I hope they clean it up. I hope it can be beneficial. They go up eighty six percent though, so they're not gonna they're not gonna stop paying those guys anytime soon. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I they're they're charming. They're funny. I'm I'm with it. I'm all about Payton it. More than Eli. The but. best the best case scenario, and it would never happen because Peyton clearly just doesn't want to commit to the travel. Would just be putting Peyton on the broadcast someday. That would be the best case scenario because I think he would be just as good in the booth as he is where he is now. I think he'd be better than Tom Brady. They're paying him, uh, what, $350 million yeah, like, as soon as he comes out. of, of When he does decide to retire, they're going to pay $350 million too. I'd rather have Peyton in there. Yeah, like we have, we'll have this conversation every so often. Like, Tom is Tom is not a funny guy, right? So he's going he's gonna to come off, I think, more Jason Witten-ish than Tony Romo-ish. He won't be that bad. Well, he, he'll be, but I get he'll you be on if you're leaning one way well, or the other. Like, very bad to very good. Yes, he's going to lean more to the and good also, side. Like, That's not a stretch. Like the thing about Tom Brady is like what I appreciate about Tony Romo is that the guy made lots of mistakes in his NFL career, and so you can kind of like rib him on those, right? Like you can talk about like the, the interceptions and the botch snaps and all that stuff, and like he'll laugh about it. Like, is Tom Brady going to be self-deprecating enough? A, has he ever made mistakes? And B, is he going to be self-deprecating enough? Like, is his broadcast partner going to be, oh, Tom, remember when you did that, you know? Is Tom going to laugh or he's going to say, shut the hell up? I never did that, and we're not talking about You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the dynamic of Tom's career reflection going to look like? Because he's the GOAT, right? He's the best ever. I feel like, I feel like, you know, you wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't have been able to joke with Kobe about his career. He took it very seriously, right? Like, I appreciated Kobe's analysis and insight, but you were not going to be able to. Same with Jordan. You're not going to be able to joke with Jordan about his career. But there's still a GOAT factor. That's definitely true. So it's tuning in. That's why they're bringing him in. That's why they're doing it. There's the GOAT factor of that. So you're right. The personality and all that might not be there, but we're definitely going to tune in because of the GOAT factor. What does the GOAT have to say on this? At least uh, early on, we are. Yeah. Like, I I, I honestly. Peyton's got GOAT and and the the charisma, personality, everything else. So it's perfect in terms of we're picking one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would be self-deprecating all of yeah. it. I'm more so if you're going in that category, yes. I give him the check in the box. But we're going to tune in to Tom because he's the GOAT we want to see. Just like we tuned in for Last Dance, you know, for Jordan. Oh, Even though we knew that thing no was doubt. whitewashed and it was, it was Jordan's perspective and no one else, we're going to tune in because there's that GOAT factor of it too. So. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, don't, I don't. But I would pick Peyton over Tom. I'm with you on that. I do not deny that uh, whatsoever. Like, there is no question that he is going to get – you know, I mean, it'll it'll be people will tune in just to is he good? Is he bad? Is he is he is he funny? Is he like is he going to be able to call out plays? Like, don't you think he's going to hear some of that? That that hey man, we don't want you to be stiff up in there, and that, that might he may try too hard. Out of the, I feel like that'll be addressed going in. We want you to be you know be yourself, so, be funny. I just don't think Tom is. But what's the uh, kind of is naturally? What's this? Is he is he committed every week? After his career is over, is that? I have no idea. I mean, I think it's a full season. Yes, I think that three forty-five or whatever million they were paying him is for you to be there every week. I don't. I didn't get the sense it was half well, a season. This is this is very you know taboo, but you know because people don't like him when we talk about NFL quarterbacks' romantic lives anymore. Apparently, but what, isn't that why Tom Brady and Giselle are on the rocks right now? Because his commitments and playing football for a full. I know it's not as you know. It's not. It's not. It's not as time consuming. You don't have to be there the entire time. You got to be there for the weekend. You travel. What you you take off on a Thursday? Maybe. Maybe it's even. Maybe it's Friday. I'm not sure. But you're there on Monday and Tuesday to take those kids to school. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, but you know, when when's production? You know, if it's a Thursday, Plus, how, how, you gonna tell me three hundred fifty million, honey? We can't use that. Like we're so rich that we're not taking. Yeah, the three fifty. Don't take that offer. 
Come on, that's money in the bank. She'll be fine with him working on the weekends. Again, it's not it's not, you know, all all the time gone down in Tampa. I don't have you around. I'm raising the kids on my own. He's there from for a lot of the week. Uh yeah. Uh don't so, worry about them, man. They'll uh, be all, they'll I, be all right. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think I think uh They're gonna get it worked out. I think they uh, a lot are a lot of stuff going on. I think they are going to uh ultimately make it. Next story. Yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, today. We're recycling today, folks. This is a recycling day. Uh, it, is, it is Wednesday on the show. Uh, but Brett Favre, um, former longtime NFL quarterback, uh, an investigative report by Mississippi Today revealed yesterday that former Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant did help Brett Favre obtained welfare funds in order to build a new volleyball center at Southern Miss. Now, Southern Miss volleyball is where his daughter played. Uh, and, you know, there's text messages that show Brett Favre talking to, you know, middlemen about securing the funds. He asked, uh, he asked that woman, if you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Uh, she responded by saying, we never have that information publicized. Uh, got back to him the next day, said, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He is on board with us. We will get this done. And it really does. Like, And nothing has happened yet. There have been no charges or anything uh, attached to Brett Favre. It sort of does make you sick a little bit, right? These are welfare funds. These are funds that are designed to help the poorest people in Mississippi, which, by the way, in Jackson, they have not had clean drinking water in months. I mean, they're still drinking out of, you know, you got to go get the gallons, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go get the gallons of water and stuff. It does make you like. I just think about if this would have happened in Memphis, right? Like if there was a guy in Memphis, a former athlete in Memphis, that was taking welfare funds from the city of Memphis or the you know the state of Tennessee funds that were designed for Memphis and using them for you know whatever, right? Using them to do, build a X, Y, and Z. I kind of put myself in that position, and you would feel you would feel disgusted. You would feel like some like there needs to be some retribution for, you know, tapping into the, not just for Brett Favre, right, but for Phil Bryant, for, uh, um, her name is New, that's her last name. Um, There has to be something done, you know, because you can't can't let, I I understand what Brett Favre meant to Mississippi, I understand what he meant to the, you know, University of Southern Miss, get all that, man, I understand that. But you just, you can't let them take advantage and exploit Especially that group of people you're taking from, right? The welfare funds. Of all the funds you're going to take from, those are the ones you take from? I just feel like, uh, you know, there does need to be some some retribution legally. I don't know that there will be. It seems like there will not be because of Brett Favre's importance to the, to the state of Mississippi. But I just, I feel like there should be, and it kind of does make me sick. To stop taking money that's intended for low-income folks. This is welfare funds. Yep. This is a, a, a state abuse of it. They reel in Brett Favre. He's part of it. Did you Did you see the other detail about this though? That that I was telling you about those speeches he didn't do. Yes. At one point, John, they they wanted to make him basically the face. He was commissioned in seventeen and eighteen, two thousand seventeen and eighteen, to promote a state poverty fighting initiative. Okay. He's going to get one point one million for that. He didn't show up for the speeches. Yep. With state poverty as as the headline here, we're trying to fight it in our state. He didn't show up for the speeches, but he damn sure took the one point one million. That's the so he's had to he's had to pay that back. But back to the point, 
They know what this money is for, and they're taking advantage of it. And that's why, back to the cap or no cap, he should absolutely face some criminal charges for for taking money fraudulently in this sense. Money that he knew, you can judge from the text, was not intended for him, was intended in this case for welfare funds. $77 million we're talking about that this state pulled out of the, the basically the welfare fund pocket and is misappropriated here. And Favre's part of the deal. And again, it looks like he's been taking advantage of this for years. Again, it goes back to 1718, where he's having to pay back money. Up, up, a poverty-fighting initiative, bro, that they wanted to put his face on. Instead, they're taking advantage of the funds themselves. Right, like, how do you this do is that? a racket how do you do that? right like, here, a, and he's in on it. And I bet you they're like, yeah, we're, we're getting all this money, these free millions for us that were taken away from poor folks that should be going to them and to programs and everything else. And, hey, we got an extra five for you if you want to help your daughter out, Southern Miss, and build them a, build them a new volleyball facility. It's sickening. By the way, I mean, $600,000 to give speeches, bro? How many speeches was that? So, so okay, look, it was <laughs> like, it's it's a couple of speeches, but he initially <laughs> gave back five hundred thousand of the amount, but but didn't pay the other six hundred thousand. This is for the one point one million he was given to be the face of this this poverty fighting initiative. He paid back six hundred thousand, but excuse me, five hundred thousand initially didn't want to pay back the other six hundred thousand. They made him do it. In May, they, the Mississippi Department of Human Services filed a civil lawsuit against Favre because he had not paid back interest on the $1.1 million and amounted to another two twenty-eight. So anyway, and this was 17 and 18. So it looks like they've been, again, Mississippi uh, 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 heads, uh, in this case, Governor Brett Favre. These rich folks have been taking advantage of this money for poor folks for a while now. And th- thankfully, uh, to Mississippi Today and that who did the investigation, we're finally getting wind of it, and it's getting public, man. This shouldn't be slaps on the wrist. Yeah, um, there's some irony in that, isn't there? Like the 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 state is trying to fight a, you know, they're trying to fight poverty, and they're trying to launch and rich this, people are benefiting. Yes, and they're paying a freaking wealthy man one point one million dollars. But that's America, bro. But I'm just saying though, like that's literally our that's our country. Yeah. It, like I, like look, I, I'm not in that position, right? But if, if, if somebody in the city of Memphis came to me and said, hey, John, we want you to be the face of, uh, you know, a poverty-fighting initiative. We're going to pay you $75,000 to do it. Well, isn't, doesn't that defeat the purpose of fighting poverty if you're just going to give me $75,000 to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you be putting that $75,000 toward the program instead of giving it to me? I mean, you don't need Brett Favre uh, to, to say – poverty is bad and we need to fight it right that message is is pretty clear you don't it's not like you know a pain cream endorsement bro it's not icy hot (laughs) you know it's like he's willing to do it if you're willing to pay him and he doesn't have to do anything right that's that's wrong and i will say 100 percent. that's wrong and possibly illegal uh i i would definitely like i i think definitely of brett Favre. i do i i i don't I, I don't know how you can't, you know. He's taking advantage of his state, and he's taking advantage of low-income folks. Here, right, because that, you, that was you, for. man. That's that, your state. That was, and that was you once upon a time. You were once upon a time, you know, just a Mississippi kid, probably had no money, you know, knows what it's like. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I, who knows what I would have actually done if I was in that position, but I would like to believe that I would say, don't give me one million. If you want to give me, like, pay me for my time, that's one thing. But I, $1.1 million seems egregious to me. 
like I would say that that money needs to go back to them, to the to the funds, to the to the to the, to the suffering people of the community, man. Even if I told you you don't have to do anything for it, we're gonna we're gonna say you sign up for some speeches. Well, that here's, especially here's one point one. That especially, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I'm not gonna. You, uh, if, you, if, better if, man, if, you better man Brett Favre then. In this you, case, Brett Favre said, "Okay, yeah, give it to me." If you insist on if you insist on paying me, I am certainly not gonna not do anything. You know, like how can I? How can I go to? Sleep? Well, and that's why it's wrong. I just feel like that and, is, and he's known this all the way around. Absolutely, how wrong it is. Like I Th- just, this isn't one where you could play though. I didn't know card. Oh yeah, which he's trying to do right yeah, now. Yeah, like I just, that he didn't know these were welfare funds. Karmically, right? That is just such a bad, you know, such a bad look. It is. It, it truly is. And and uh, I yeah, I I don't know what what legal ramifications uh, are coming. I don't know what can be done in in that regard. But I hope something can be done. At the very least, his reputation has suffered an incredibly uh, bad deal, and uh, we'll see what that ultimately means. Next story. So good news for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they got good news first on Najee Harris. So that foot injury he got, he sustained in the win over Cincinnati, not going to keep him out this week. But the the other more devastating news, at least seemed like during the game, was the fact that it looked like T.J. Watt might miss the season. Those were the initial reports after suffering a torn pectoral muscle uh, the defensive player of the year last year, T.J. Watt, was he is now apparently only expected to miss about six weeks. So the Pittsburgh Steelers dodge a huge bullet here for, again, one of the most impactful defensive players in the game. Uh, did it in that 23-20 overtime victory over the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Happened, uh, I can't remember when it happened, but you saw it initially. It was pretty late in the game, I think. I, th- I thought, I thought yeah. it was late. I can't remember if it was. It wasn't in. It was, was it the fourth or overtime? I want to say it was fourth. That's my that's my. He thought. didn't get to overtime then. Um, but it's it's incredibly fortunate news for the Pittsburgh Steelers on that side of the ball because obviously this is going to have to be a year where if you're going to keep pace in the the AFC North, your defense is going to have to be um, dominant again in a year where again you're asking Mitch Trubisky to come and sort of hold it down. Yeah, we'll see what they've got in Pickett uh, eventually down the uh, down the line here somewhere. But they were going to need a big season from their defense. Uh, you get good news on Najee. You get good news now on Watt. And it uh, seems like the Pittsburgh Steelers to me, if the way Trubisky played was any indication, they're going to be in the mix. I don't, I don't foresee a losing season here for Mike Tomlin in his first one, what, without Ben Roethlisberger here. I think they put it together. I think with this nice, fortunate stroke of luck here on Watt, that helps them do so on the defensive end, keep that consistency there. And I think Pittsburgh stays in the mix. Now, again, whether they'll make it, they could end up eight and nine, well, right. me, nine and eight and not make the playoffs in the AFC. Again, because I'm saying Mike Tomlin keeps that run of winning seasons going. Um, but I do think they're, they're a team. I mean, Cincinnati, they showed Cincinnati. They're a team you cannot take lightly, yeah. and especially the fact they're going to have no, a lot still in there I mean, at some point this season. You remember we had a, uh, we had a wager many, many, many months ago where you had to change your profile picture to Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Um, so Mike Tom, this has been a Mike Tomlin stand show for quite some time. Um, and I, I said before the season started, and I don't know if one game proves it, but I said that I think we're going to look up in you know eight weeks and we're going to say that all of the problems for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year were related to Ben Roethlisberger's it's dead arm. Noodle arm. I mean, he was awful. He was absolutely awful. And, I mean, not that Mitch Trubisky is some Hall of Famer by any stretch of the imagination, but he's capable, right? He can do, he can move, he has a pulse. That's important. His body is warm. Uh, and so, yeah, look, it's it's all about Tomlin. It is. It's it's all about him. It's just about his ability to, you know, 
uh, adapt his ability to you know whatever the talent. It's not a very talented roster. I mean, Najee got what two yards a carry, if that. Yeah, he's not very good. The offensive lines are not good, but it's that defense. It's that culture that always persists, man. I am so imp- like. There are a few coaches where it's like that. You know what I'm it's saying? 15 years of no losing record, too. I just yeah. count them up. 15, like that's, 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 that's powerful. That's powerful, record. dude. He, he he doesn't get the love that he deserves, probably, because he only has, what, the one Super Bowl? Um, but to be in the mix like he has been, no losing seasons in 15 years. Nine of the 15 double-digit wins. And he's not lo- He's not going to have a losing record this year, I don't think. I don't believe so. He's been 8-8 eight eight three times. Yeah. And remember, we're 17 games now. So, like, who are the coaches in the nine NFL? Nine and eight seems who, more. Who like are it. the coaches in the NFL who you say, all right, no matter what he's got, his culture is going to keep them competitive? Bill Belichick, probably. Well, I suppose we still say that. Yeah. He's hanging on. He is hanging on. With Tom gone. Mike Tomlin. Is there anybody else in the NFL? Not to the degree that you give it to Tomlin. Nobody's done it as long as him. Our in Baltimore, wins. maybe. He's doing it because of the quarterback. Yeah. No. I mean, but they had they they missed some games with him last year, and they still were able to you know eke out some dubs. I mean, I I, I think no, you're he, asking who's the closest. I suppose you put Harbaugh on a list of guys that do get yeah. it done consistently that yeah. are always there. The other guys are too. Like you know, maybe Vrabel. You know, maybe Sean McVay had never been below 500. Sean I know McVay. it's it's been it's only five years, and, but and it's, he, it's, he always keeps such talent. You know, it's hard to it's hard. To, but he did get Jared Goff to a damn Super Bowl. He sure did. Would you? I mean, would you put Vrabel in that category? Man, I damn near put him there. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. I mean, I, he's earned respect for me, and I think for most. Well, let's see what I want to see what happens this year. I want to see what happens. You know, if if Vrabel had his way, they'd still have AJ Brown. Well, yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely like true. he's no fool. And then he rebuilt that D last year, which he needed yeah. to do. He got it done. It's pretty crazy though that Mike uh, that that uh, and look, a- they're one seed without Derrick Henry for most of the season last year. AJ Brown went to Philly and immediately became like not became he was, but immediately just popped off. Well, if AJ Brown had been getting the millions he's supposed to be getting from the Titans, they would have been Week One winners in a blowout yep. because AJ Brown would have dusted the Giants. You would have put that game away early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah, that's a you good You dumbed your offense down, essentially. You drafted the guy. This is what everybody wants, and it's who's everybody paying, John. Everybody's paying their number one. Everybody other than KC. Yep. You know, and we'll see if they can stay up there without Tyreek. But they say they can get it done without doing so. Uh, I suppose they. Th- I, I suppose the Titans think so, too, but they're going to find otherwise. Yeah. Um, but, it, by the way, Trubisky said he the, the offense needs a killer instinct. Are you out on the Bengals? I'm not out. They spent a lot of money though, and on that offensive line. Oh, that lot of good that did. I, I feel like I was watching a replay now, of last again, season. We have to say Pittsburgh, so yep. that we got to back off. Well, they're going to be saying that's gonna keep up, But you know what? It was six sacks. What they're going to be saying Cleveland? Like, like that ain't much of an improvement from the nine that Tennessee I think had against him. Everybody, in even that though divi- they lost, every team in that division can have six sacks against them any given day. Baltimore can have six sacks, and Cleveland can have six sacks. I do believe in Jamar Chase, though. I believe in him, and I believe yeah, in those two. His hands are unbelievable. There was one pass late in the game where, like, Jamar Chase sucked the ball out of the air. Like, it was, like, crazy. Like, you could – he was, like, he was was on a flat route. He cut into the right. I mean, the ball was a a little bit past him. But it's like he just – he just – boom. Like, it's just – it's hard to explain. I know. Him, Jefferson, and Darnell Mooney are just on a whole nother level, aren't they? Those three there. Mooney is a blur. (laughs) Mooney is – if you don't – if you blink, you'll miss him. Like and his entire production. I mean, we're one and zero. 
You know? Did you see what Mike March said about Justin Jefferson, by the way? Or excuse me, no, uh, Justin I was Fields. Say I saw what he said about Justin Fields by my quarterback. We may have to save that for one o'clock because because that was like Nas's ether. That was an ether moment from Mike March on Justin Fields, and you're going to have to defend him. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to defend Justin Fields today because that. I, I mean, Mike March just went at Justin Fields and his entire family lineage, bro. He did. It was it was uncalled for, and I think it said a lot about Mike March. Well, it wasn't just him. He went after. Yeah. But didn't he go after T. Lance too? He went after somebody else. Trey Lance, yeah. I don't. I don't. He I, did. I, yeah. I, I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I only heard the Mike, uh, the Justin Fields part. That's the one I heard. He said but. he never liked Trey Lance. Well, Mike, something's showing here, buddy. He was. He was going. Did on. you ever like black people? <laughs> That'd be hey, my question, question to him. He Might liked be. Isaac Bruce, right? Marshall Falk. Did he like black people under center? I don't know, bro. All right, Rush. Is, 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 uh, is, uh. Because he's just, he, I don't see him blasting any other young white QBs. No, nah, there's actually. All the, he's just blasting all the black ones. No, nah, later. At least in, from what we saw. Later in the podcast, he was saying how great Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence yeah, were. Yeah, I bet he is. That would, <laughs> that would cement it right there. I tell you Grand what, though, I tell you what. Yeah, this is what he said. He said, Justin Fields and, and Trey Lance, those guys don't do anything. They didn't show me a damn thing. He's but let fool. me tell you something. Let me tell you what really got me going. Trevor Lawrence and uh, and, and uh, if Zach Wilson would have been out there this past weekend, whew, that's exciting right there. Mm-hmm. They got franchise quarterbacks with the Jets and Jags. Would have cemented it. I got one more. Next story. Uh, Detroit Lions. We have touched on this. We have teased it. Here it is. Underdogs in 24 straight games, they are favored to win this week against the Washington Commanders. How about that? For the Detroit Lions, 24 consecutive games as an underdog represents the longest active streak in the NFL. They're currently two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, that might have changed uh, over the Commanders right now. That streak was the team's longest in the Super Bowl era. I bet it was. Last time Detroit was favored was November 22, 2020 when it was a one-point favorite on the road against uh, P.J. Walker and the Carolina Panthers. Wow. P.J. Walker was starting that day. Lions uh, went on to lose, by the way, 20 to nothing in that last time they were favored. So uh, uh, happy for the Lions in the sense that they are now favored. Watch out here. I mean, commanders took care of business, I suppose, against a bad team in the Jacksonville Jaguars. I will say, Lions a little better than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, yeah, and the Lions actually, you know. Looked they, pretty good against Philly. Man, they covered the against part. Philly, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, ended up, it was a little backdoory, but. Happened for, I'm happy for Dan Campbell. Well, what you're seeing with Detroit is that they do have, like, a ton of weapons, man. And some there aren't even activated yet, like the the Williams kid. Yeah, Jameson Williams, he'll help for sure. I mean, you got the sun god. You've got. The sun god. Amon Ra. Yeah. God of sun. Hotter than the sun. I didn't know that was his nickname, or is it just you bestowed that's his that me. on him? Okay, that's what I, I thought. I think that's Amon. I think that's Amon Ra. I think that mean, it means God of Sun. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn What's here. What's his brother's name mean? Oh, uh, that Equ- one? Equinemius. Uh, that, yeah, Jason was telling me that... Uh, They're who, brothers. Who, who who had the dad on the podcast? Schefter. Schefter had the dad on the podcast. So the dad's got the dad's got Equinemius St. Brown. I think that's how you Amon pronounce Amon Ra. And the, and the dad's name is Phil. The dad's name is Phil Brown. <laughs> Now, how much sense that make? That that is that is an exaggeration. George you don't Brown. Know that, you don't George know what Brown. that man's name is. Well, what is his name? You know, I don't. I, I have bet no it's no. I bet it's like a normal name. Not, I mean, a modern. And his wife and got together, and then and they had other. They wanted to get fancier. <laughs> Why didn't you name CJ Amon Ra? Mm-mm. 
Huh? It's too complicated. It's St. Brown, right? His name is John, bro. I'm on Ross A. Brown. (laughs) You were close. His name is John. John Brown. Probably the most common name in America, man, so we're going to go the other way. It's like he has the FBI informant name. I'm on Ron St. Brown sounds good. Oh, I love the name. I'm on Ron St. Brown. Yeah, man, that's solid. Did they all both go to the same school and all that? I don't, know, I don't know the Amon Ra and Equinemius, however the name. I don't I know their story. That. Did they all I go to the Equinemius same school? I think Equinemius went to uh, another name. School. Okay, okay. I'm not sure where. Uh, and they have, a, uh, they have another brother, Osiris. Another one? Is he is he a player? Or yeah, is he, he went is to he Stanford. Cooper? He went to Stanford. Okay, Osiris. So very Egyptian uh, influenced here, right? Yeah. Uh, Equinemius went to uh, Notre Dame. So I don't know if they were all teammates there or uh, oh no, Amon Ra went to USC. So they did go. They, they did different sort of, schools. And the mom's name is Liz. Uh, so no, nah, that's a lie. What, what, what's the mom? I didn't know the mom's name. I didn't know the St. Brown parents' names. I think that's where it's going to get fancy. And the she, mom? She, you're right. And, the, and he adopted that and said, we're going to name our sons fancy. Uh, Miriam. Yeah. Not so fancy. Yeah. That's, that, that, is like, that is the funniest they said, thing they ever. They said, we're going to get crazy. They <laughs> said, let's get crazy. Like, I just want to know, like, equinemius. You know what I'm saying? Like, equinemius. That's what we're going to, you know? I've never heard that name. I've before. never heard that name either. Like, what is, there's got, like, there's, yeah, I'm assuming again, that he. It has to mean something. I know, Amon Ra Osiris, like, okay, I get, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down here, Miriam and John, all right? I'm picking up what you're putting down. Equinemius, though, like, that one, that one was invented, I think. I think, which is fine. That That's, you know, Elon Musk's kid's name is a number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like an equation. So I'm not trying to judge here. But it's just like, uh, I, I love Amon Ra because of his name. I, like I'm like I'm all about it. You know, mm-hmm. this is not shade. Well, you can name you can you're gonna have a son at some point. Amon, and you can get crazy too. Ra, you yeah. know. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna go with. But have you heard the podcast? No, I'm not. Okay, I think I, I'm gonna have to listen to the podcast, even though Schefter's a little bit of a dork. You know, I can put that to the side, and I want to know what the origins. I haven't, I, I, you know, I, I've listened to him a couple of times when he's broken news on there, but I haven't, I I'm not a regular listener. No, he's just, he's just, you know, he's just podcast. very serious with it. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's, just, he's my newsbreaker. <laughs> he's very TV-esque. He's like, and I sat down with John Brown this week to talk about his son's emergence in the NFL. Here is that conversation. And they're trying to incorporate it more in the fantasy side of things, too, yeah. and show more, and it's just... I need you. Well, because you're my news breaker, bro. They're trying to. They're 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 replacing Matt Matt Barry with the committee, bro. Yes, yes. Have you guys looked at the uh, descriptions in the in the ESPN fantasy now? Like the previews, them things are a sentence long. You tell me he was writing all of them. I don't know if he was writing all of them, but I'm sure he was consulting on them. And now, if you go back, if you like, if, like what it's one of the things you look forward to. Oh, no, you right? still get what you will. You better Hell, the, no. love, the love hate column's gone, is it not? Yeah, it's for sure. Okay. But it's like, go that's to, the only thing I'm missing. Go to like uh, Justin Herbert's description preview for this week. Week two outlook yeah. should be a good game for the second year gunslinger. <laughs> you know, it used to be Justin Herbert is going to see a Kansas City defense that right, said right, blah, right. blah 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 blah. Nah, it can't be. Now it's, it's not like that extreme. It start Justin Herbert. That. Period. I mean, like dropped off the ESPN much. fantasy team has has taken a blow. They they, they, they just have, you know. But how many of us are going to get Matt Mary at NBC? Are you doing that? 
I don't even know what he does over there. That's what I'm telling you. That's so not how what I'm that, arguing about. I'm not arguing. I that, get it. I, I understand it. It is a void. It's a hole, and your coverage is dropped right. off the, the face of the Nobody earth. Nobody wins. Say. But it ain't like it's really helping NBC. It doesn't well, feel what like. What is he either. doing for NBC? Is he doing like halftime stuff? It was a fantasy thing. They don't and, have and no some, damn fantasy. And some side some sideline reports. Well, I'm not going to start going to NBC unless no, they I offer. Thought a they were trying to build their fantasy. I thought that was part of the deal. There's NBC fantasy leagues. I thought that was part of the reason he went over there. Wasn't just to forget. I'm putting fantasy behind me. Go work as a reporter for. NBC's done. Well, have you got an NBC fantasy invite this year? No, but that's my point. What are they doing? Why yeah. even make the hire? Well, that's true. I mean, that's definitely true. If it's not to beef up and put right. them on the, as a face of your your fantasy department that you're trying to break into, right? Avoid Justin Fields. Period. That's a week two outlook. Well, that was pretty funny. That's. That, I'm just telling you. Go look. I know there's a lot of people listening right now that are playing fantasy. You may not have paid attention to the the outlooks. I always like to know, like, what's the consensus? Whoever's writing these, I don't know who it is. Like, this go. I guarantee you, Barry wasn't writing all of them. It might be Wishbone, bro, the little dog back there. I don't know who's doing it now. What's that dude with the beard? He's like, he's he's all tied up. Yeah, Yeah, we've had him on the show before, believe it or not. Yeah, they got. I like him, actually, but I don't know if he can carry it. They got Wishbone back there doing the damn fantasy uh, outlooks now. That's what happens. That's what happens when you let go of, or don't renew, right? Don't keep Matthew Barry. All right. We will come back. We're going to play that clip because Jason is going to defend the good name of Justin Fields. Somebody's got to, right? Because nobody did on this podcast. He was just allowed to just do whatever the hell and say whatever the hell he wanted to say with no challenging. So we'll do that a little bit. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Later in the show, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, the home opener uh, this a weekend, uh, Arkansas State is in town, uh, and Memphis is uh, historically they are uh, they are eleven and two. They're eleven and two at the uh, at, at I'm sorry, it's the Liberty Bowl, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Eventually, someday, you did it. You did it. You did it. Yeah. No, I got it in front of me. I got like oh, I, I got to get a tattoo of it on my wrist. Just say Liberty Stadium. Just drop the bowl out of there. We're all right. But they did, Liberty but, Stadium. But the Liberty Bowl still exists, correct? So it's like. It's, it's 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 what it means like the building the well the get this the game the game is the liberty bowl game well yeah but it's not liberty bowl until then until what december yeah so it's it's december just, 28th just drop just drop the bowl 
Liberty Stadium. It's that when I thought start thinking about it like that, just take the bowl out. Right. Liberty Stadium. That's when I locked it in. That now it's locked in for life, John. You see that? Yeah. See what I'm doing? Yeah, Liberty Stadium. It's locked in. Liberty Biberty. <laughs> That's just Yeah, why it. are those commercials so memorable? Because that stupid. Yeah. It is crazy. It's not Emo? just that. It's not just yeah. No, 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 not the you know, Liberty Biberty. Liberty Liberty. Yeah. Oh, that you know, jingle God. song. Yeah. Liberty, yeah. liberty, liberty, exactly. liberty. That, it's, that's it. He just hit it. It's because of the jingle that eventually comes up. It's a good it's jingle. It's not just that one dude who did, liberty, you know, jingles work. the lines. I wasn't All out, of those liberty commercials yeah. have been memorable. But I wasn't I think, thinking about the I think song. He's right. I was thinking about the liberty, liberty. You know, the one dude and the one line. But yeah. as I said, all those commercials are memorable. Liberty Stadium, Stadium. I don't know if that was going to work, but I appreciate the I appreciate the effort. Sorry, I'm trying. Right, really trying. And Harold yeah. Grader maybe give you some money for that. You yeah, know, a little jingle singing for that. He should give you nil money for getting it right. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll donate it to one of the Memphis. I won't be like Brett Favre where I put it in my pocket. Please I, don't. I am here to to give it to somebody else who needs it. The uh, the PayPal from Harold Grader has arrived. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, that's, it's that's, it's that going was fifty into bucks. Fund. That's fifty bucks it's going into the fund. The nil Harold. fund. Yeah. Uh, Memphis is eleven and two at the crib. They are zero and zero. However at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. So the implications are quite high. They were 11-2 and two oh. last two seasons at the Liberty Bowl, at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. But they are... They are Is that true? 11-2 the last two seasons yeah. at, at Liberty Stadium? Well, no, at the Liberty Bowl. They are 0-0 at, at Liberty oh. Stadium. I what's currently referred to. But like, they haven't played a game yet in the Simmons Bank Liberty it's Stadium. the artist formerly referred to as Liberty Bowl. <laughs> it's Liberty Stadium. Now. Yeah, like Prince. Yes. Yeah. But like that, that was like a that was like a bit. Are you saying all this to say they'll go twelve and two? They'll be one and zero. Oh. Yeah. Wow. They will start the new era off with a dub. Absolutely. I don't think that's like a controversial. The controversial thing would be to say they're going to start it with an L. That would be the controversial thing to do. No, Jason kind of has. I, no. Jason's made it clear Memphis going to win. Okay. Jason made it clear that's a big number. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah. That's all Jason's saying. I think Memphis will get beat. Okay. I, I don't. I'm. I'm, See, not, I'm not saying that to be a piss. Now you just said that to be controversial. I'm not saying yes, that to be did. a piss. I don't even think you believe that, Brad. I'm gonna challenge you right Two now. Two points. You don't even believe that mess. I have looked at this team. I think 14 points is a lot, a lot, a lot. Well, we're not talking about a spread. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Don't now, try to say what I've said. No, no, no. You tell us why they're gonna win. They're gonna score points, and they're gonna score like they did against Grambling. And this is gonna be over 60. This is gonna be a game that's 35-30. No cap. Now, you're saying this off of a performance where Memphis absolutely just beat the crap out of a team. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I Look, I don't think Memphis – that's the thing about it. You could, you could predict in a win. You could predict a loss. There's no accountability, Memphis right? will lose this game. We're just, we're just putting – No, we're, we're going to hold Brad accountable on Monday on that one. He just said they would lose. And if There's Ryan no Silverfield We're not letting him off the hook. And if Ryan Silverfield doesn't win it, you should fire him. What do we, what do we say if, 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 Memphis, if Memphis wins the game? What are we going to come in here on Monday and say, Brad, look how wrong you were. Look how wrong you were. Yeah, Mississippi They're State, a 14-point yeah, favorite. you got a straight hater in here is they what, were, it, they, what it feels like right now. They're supposed to win this game. I'm losing to Arkansas State, B.C. What's the money That's line? straight hate. What's the money line on this one? It's a big – it's a lot. It's massive. Yeah, it's like plus 400 or something like that. It's probably like, you know – Texas Tech and or yeah. Texas A and M and and Appalachian State. Probably. It's big. It's, it's a, a it's, it's a large it's, number. It's along that those mm-hmm. lines. I big mean, odds. Under under. But but that's the thing is it's like, fourteen points. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Should not lose this game at all. You yeah. But you say they will. Brad. Yes, they're going to lose the game. Now what 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 is the accountability if Memphis wins? Oh, I don't. That's just my prediction. I'm not putting money on it. We have to have accountability, though. Can if we you, put ten bucks on it? No, I don't want you to put ten bucks. It's plus three seventy-five. So plus three seventy-five is uh, is the number there. So one hundred pays four seventy-five. Um, I'll put ten dollars on it. 
I mean, I think if you're confident in it, you should put. 10 I bucks feel real on confident it. about it. I'll put ten dollars on it. Uh, but I, I don't think, I don't think you're going to win that bet. I think that ten dollars is going to disappear into the Zach, ether, never to I be will, seen again. I will produce the money now. I think I have the cash in my. You wallet. are straight trolling right now. I am not what trolling. You, yes, you are. That's all you're we doing. We talked about this, this in is, our meetings. I, this is genuine. It's all f. Well, if you if you want to be out, they're going to lose the game. They're not. They're going to lose games this year. That's fine. He can. He can have. He can have his. Put opinion. this on. It's on tape. He can have his opinion. He can have his opinion Hell. on what's going to happen on Saturday. And I'm not. I am not playing you either, Jason. This is my. Yes, opinion. you are. No. Oh, based on what you saw against Navy, you're ready for the call. This what, hell against I don't have ten it's at home. I don't have ten. I have twenty. They're I'll put ele- twenty dollars. They're, they're eleven Look. and two. He went up to twenty, John. Well, that's his prerogative, man. And I don't need to be losing twenty. I mean, I got a kid. You know, you got. I'll, bills. Ta- I'll take your twenty. I'll take it from you, troll. Since you're going to do pull this, it's a, yeah. You want, yeah, I should who do are a you, Who's your twenty for? I don't know. That's are you actually betting you someone? Are you just saying, "Here's twenty. I say they're going to win." Should I bet y'all? You should. You should bet. Put, absolutely. How about I'll, you guys I'll do, do that? Bet, bet Jason. I'm betting. Ten, and then you tried to up. you tried to make me a Memphis hater to start this off, and you came right in and took it over. When when I it took was, it over. You did. You did. I want that twenty. Will you get? Will you will you give him plus three seven? No, Ooh, no, we're just going no, straight no, up. Going we're straight going straight up. up here. That would that would really. Why, why would I got to give him anything? Yeah. We're going. He says they're going to win straight up. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You give him plus three seventy five. That's what he would get with. This the is book. a straight up old school bet, like we used to do. Ain't no damn book. Why no. I got to be the book? You're it's twenty twenty. I yeah. want his twenty. He just flashing here trolling. Are y'all this man is saying Arkansas State going to come in here? Yes, it is because no. literally Memphis did nothing against Navy that would. Uh, indicate they're going to have a letdown performance here and lose this game. Maybe not cover; it's a big number, but to lose, Brad, that would be uh, that would be devastating to lose this home opener to Arkansas. I agree. That is what Brad is betting on. Brad I is betting on. Oh, it, it's done. It, you got to touch the glass or something. We got to shake on this afterwards or whatever. It's twenty. I I got twenty on Memphis. Never say I'm a Memphis hate. I got twenty. I want, this it, is a pride. Here's thing. the other thing. Because they're the underdog, I'm going to give Jason the money so he knows that I'm good for it. I'm going to get. He's going to hold the cash. Well, he'll, you, he'll you'll never get it back. Okay, like you're. It's over because I mean, because Seth Hennigan ain't right. going to get you. You exactly right. You exactly right. That's what I'm saying. You could give the money this, to it. This man took my uh th- now this line is big information and made it mif- turn it into mythical okay. lose. You see the impact you have? Yeah, I feel I like I let listening. him astray. He went he went crazy with I it. I have been- Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.